You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 19, Cubs Mid-Spring Training Updates. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. In this segment, Crawley interviews Max Toma and Brendan King, play-by-play announcers for the South Bend Cubs, to talk about the championship ring ceremony held back on Monday over at Sloan Park. Joining me now on the Fly the W podcast, we have the broadcasters for your 2022 champion South Bend Cubs, Max Toma and Brandon King. How are you doing, boys? What's up, Crawley? Thanks for having us, man. Doing great, my man. I mean, you guys are still in Arizona. I'm wishing I was still in Arizona, but I'm sitting there watching Marquee like I usually do last night. And who comes on my TV but the 2022 South Bend Cubs getting their rings let's let's sing them put it right in the camera let's see that bling a little bit there just for all the listeners out there we are on youtube channel now with 670 the score so if you want to see these bad boys they they are they are looking pretty nice so you know you guys got the phone call telling you when to come out and when they were going to do this ceremony did you guys have a pre-reunion with any of the players as far as uh before the ceremony took place uh, yeah, you know, we, we rolled in here early this week and, you know, the first day we were there was the day before the ring ceremony a couple of days ago. And it was so great to catch up with everybody because, uh, I mean, usually we only see our roster at any given time. But being out here in Arizona, you get to see all the guys you've had from years past. You know, so many guys come through any particular minor league affiliate in any given year. You know, we had about 70 guys, I think, mm-hmm. uh, play with the South Bend Cubs last year. So we got to see all those guys shoot some content, talk to some guys, interview some folks, you know, talking about that championship run, how excited they were to hang a banner to get the ring. And uh, people were very excited and they were obviously uh, even more excited to get on the field at Sloan uh, on a Tuesday night with a, I mean, just an absolutely packed house and a raucous atmosphere. You could barely even see the lawn out there on the berm. There were so many folks out there, mm-hmm. but seeing their faces uh, when they get the rings and open that box for the first time and see, you know, all their hard work paid off. Uh, you know, they got to celebrate on the field in September and now getting to see the ring. Uh here in the, the month of March. I think they were, they were pumped. Yeah, it was cool, especially to the actual ceremony probably because we were in the Cubs complex auditorium and, you know, obviously Andrew Berlin, Joe Hart, Nick Brown, Chris Hagstrom are there. We were lucky enough to be there, but you know, then you see guys like Justin Stone come in and Jared Banner and, you know, the Chicago Cubs front office. And, you know, next thing you know, here's Jed Hoyer walking in and Jed gives a speech to the guys and Lance Rimel, our manager gave a speech to the guys and, Honestly, I left feeling ready to run through a brick wall because after what Jed said and what Lance said, I mean, we want to do it again, obviously. So um, there were some great speeches. I I think in the team photo when we first got the ring, I I think Jed Hoyer might have boxed me out of the picture. So I I might be blocked (laughs) by Jed. Let's take a look because our friend Rich Biesterfeld said, hey, Carly, yeah, you're talking with my guys. Bring those pictures up here. 
which one? It's this one right here. There you are. Yep. There you are. And, and uh, there's BK checking his text to see if I'm bothering him again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, that is the thing is that, you know, there's a camaraderie when you win a championship like that. You know, you've seen it with the 2016 Cubs. You know, we've seen the Blackhawks, the Bears. In my lifetime, I've been lucky as a Chicago fan to see pretty much everyone I care win a championship. But that connects you. That bonds you very much together. Uh, you know, as far as you're concerned, BK, this is your second time around 2019. So you were in the two rings right now. What would be the biggest difference that you would say between the 2022 and the 2019 South Bend teams? Ooh, that's a really good question. I was telling somebody the other day that the 2019 team, and this is nothing against the 2022 team, and then kind of the inverse for what I say about the most recent guys is the 2019 team just whooped people. There was never a sense of panic or like, hey, let's sit down as a group and we got to talk about this. Nothing like that ever happened because like on this ring, if you take a peek at it, it has the 7-0 and on it. We swept the playoffs. And remember, at that point in the minor league baseball playoffs, that was three separate rounds. So you had to win two separate three-game series. We did that against Bowling Green. We did that against Great Lakes. And then the championship, best of five, a sweep of Clinton. And Clinton had a pretty good team that year, too. So those guys just went balls to the wall, man. I mean, th there was not a sense of worry. It was a young team, too. I mean, Cole Roter was 19. Brennan Davis was 19. So, But that team just kind of played from a wise sense beyond its years. I think a lot of that had to do with our manager, Buddy Bailey. But this 2022 team, and I'm sure Max would agree, um, you know, they didn't necessarily walk in and just beat the brains out of people, but they never quit. And they had to win two decisive game threes on the road in both series of the playoffs and kind of the same thing on this ring. There's the logos of the team that we beat. Twins affiliate, Cedar Rapids, Guardians affiliate, Lake County. But, you know, especially in that championship series, Crawley, it didn't feel good after losing that game one at home. I mean, you were there, man. You were there. There was a bit of a sinking feeling in that stadium after we lost. But then, you know, game two, Michael McAveen gets a massive save. Game three, three massive home runs, Ali Endover, Dugo, and Casey. And the guys just didn't quit. So I think the difference is that 19 just kind of had a – 22 had a sense for the moment and had the ability to just come back in any setting and 19, the guys were just playing with so much confidence. They didn't need to worry about that. And Max, when they talk about that team, finding that moment, you know, all the come from behind victories in the 2022 season and your marquee record, I mean, living for the moment. I mean, that, that had to have been so much fun as an announcer to call all those walk-offs and come from behind victories. Oh, absolutely. You know, big time players make big time plays at big time games. And we had a whole lot of big players this year. And, uh, you know, everybody stepped up. We were the first ones always to tell them, hey, we're, we're on marquee on Friday. We're on marquee <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, make sure the fellows know because, they, you know, they go out there and they just ball out on marquee sports network. You know, I mean, we started 9-0 with four or five walk-offs. You know, Pablo Aliendo, if every game of the year was on marquee sports network, uh, he might have become minor league player of the year. He, he might have hit 330 with 30 bombs. Who knows? Um but, yeah, I mean, this team was just such a blast. It was so much fun to come to work every day. Um, and they just grinded. And, you know, winning those games on the road at the end, you know, game one at home also kind of felt like Lake County just stole it from us. But, uh, you know, Lake County had promoted some of their best players. And you looked at the roster on both sides and you say, I mean, we have a far better team on paper. 
Uh, and then you lose game one and you know, anything could happen in, in a three game series. Anything could happen, you know, in any one day. We needed, you know, things to go our way for a couple games in a row. And they certainly did. Uh, our, our starting rotation, you know, we had a great chance to win at any time we took the field. Uh, and that batting order, you know, as long as they brought it, anytime they performed well, you knew we were going to smoke somebody because the, the pitching staff at the end of the year was just lights up. Now, I got to see you guys talk to T-Mac, Taylor McGregor, who we all love. She's been on the Fly the W podcast. And, uh, Brendan, you were talking a little bit about how you only wear the ring out to, like, weddings and special occasions. You brought it to Club 400, I know, mm-hmm. and uh, a nice little wedding trick. Are you going to bring both of them to weddings now in the future, or are you just going to bring one? That's a great question. Double, Another great you question. Double barrel. You got to go double barrel. I, yeah, I mean, it's probably one of those things where if you wear one, you got to wear the other. But just as I told Taylor – I'm, I, I was legitimately scared to wear this first one. I didn't know what to do with it because I was so deathly afraid that I would drop it. I would lose it. You know, something would happen. But then I got more comfortable with it. But then I realized when you wear it out, people want to try it on. And then people hopefully don't drop it in maybe a bit of a, you know, in a state that where after they're partying and whatnot. But I will say at Club 400, when you tried it on, you took very good care of it. And oh, yeah. I appreciated that. Now, I got to ask you, Max, you know, I, I didn't see, like, when they gave you the ring, it was in a box, and then you opened it up. Yeah. Were you, now, I know you've probably seen BK's ring before, but when you looked at that ring, how special was it for you to see it on your finger, and just how much have you looked at it since you got it? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, it hits different. I, I've seen BKs many times. I've seen, you know, a lot of South Bend Cubs employees. I, I've seen a couple of 2016 World Series rings in person. But, uh, and I, I've even seen pictures of what ours was going to look like, you know, the mock-up. But until you open that box and, you know, you see your name on the side of it too, uh, I mean, it, it hits different. And, uh, you know, obviously we're not, you know, on the field. We didn't really do anything to, you know, deserve playing-wise to have one of these rings. But just being part of such a special organization, you know, and working there day in and day out. You know, baseball season's long. You know, I mean, you're there every day working, you know, 60 to 90 hours a week. And uh, Andrew Berlin and these rings are just absolutely incredible. I mean, if these aren't the best rings in minor league baseball, I, I don't know what is. Um, but, yeah, it's just so rewarding. And, you know, the guys roll in and BK and I have just gotten our rings and they're like, hey, can we see it? And it's like, dude, you don't want you don't want to see it yet. You don't, you, you don't want that surprise room for you. You want to open a box for the first time and see your name on the side. You, you don't you don't want to see Toba on there. You want to see Franklin, you know. Um, so yeah, it was a really cool moment. And as BK touched on just hearing all those guys that came up and spoke, uh, to us in that auditorium yesterday. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wish we had a game that day. So cause you <laughs> wanted to just get out there and go, you know, mash some home runs and play. Cause, uh, they really did light a fire under everybody. Now you guys have mentioned Andrew Berlin a couple of times for people that don't know, he's on the left here in this picture. And, uh, you know, when you talk about owners, you know, he is just, a, you know, just, I, when I think about South Bend, I think from top down, just everybody is, is just, I do believe everybody deserves a ring because it's, it's like a family almost in South Bend. It is a family in South Bend. And when you say literally everybody gets a ring, everybody gets a ring. Uh, whether you are the owner, whether you are a broadcaster, whether you are a player, coach, 
whether you sell popcorn in one of the stands on the first or third base side, groundskeeper, ticket taker, whoever. And I think that speaks to, as Max said, the generosity of Andrew. Um, you know, I, I've told this story a lot. I've known Andrew my whole life because uh, in his private industry, the packaging industry, my dad competed against him for 25 <laughs> years. And uh, I, I've known Andrew literally my entire life. But I, I think the thing that should tell you most about who Andrew is, is that, you know, my dad and him couldn't have been more like heated in the business industry. But as personal friends and colleagues, I mean, they 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 were great together. Um, and, you know, that should tell you a lot about, you know, somebody that you're competing against, but they have the utmost respect for you. And that's who Andrew Berlin is, no matter if you are a competitor, a friend, whoever. Uh, the guy's going to respect you and the guy's going to take care of you. Now, you guys have been there for a couple of days, Max. I'll let you answer this first. Um, as you've been there, you know, you guys have complete access to walk around anywhere you wanted. I was kind of on the backfields and I was looking through the games or something. Max, what, what did you notice? What really stuck, stuck out for you as far as this camp and a couple of the games that you've, you've seen so far? Uh, well, this is my first time ever at the backfields in general. So, I, I mean, first off, um, what I immediately noticed is just uh, the setting. It's just unlike anything else. You know, you're, when you're growing up and you're going to baseball tournaments as a player, you know, as a kid and like going to Cooperstown, New York, and you got four fields where home plate is all, you know, in one little area and they're all facing away from each other with like a little place in the middle for people to hang out. Uh, you know, it's just like that, except that the guys on the field are incredibly talented and incredibly important people. Uh, but it's great. It's great to catch up with all the coaches and just see them in, you know, see the different staffs working around with different uh, affiliates. But um, I mean, what stood out to me, it, it was great to watch Pete leading off at home, mm -hmm. uh, to watch PCA leading off for triple A, uh, swiping a couple bases. I say a couple because he, he was called out at third. I, I'm pretty sure he was safe. Um, <laughs> but man, he's just always such a spark, even on the backfields on, you know, uh, March 13th, uh, Monday or Tuesday, Monday it was. Uh, in Arizona. But uh, the thing I was most excited to see, uh, I didn't know I was going to see, uh, I bumped into my friend Jim Callis, who uh, is from the same hometown as me. His, mm. his uh, son is my brother's age. So they went to school together. But he was going to talk to Kate Horton and watch Kate Horton throw live. So I got to see that for the first time ever in person. Um, he threw two innings, you know, faced a handful of batters. And it's cool to see. It was just silent there. You walked by with me mm -hmm. and it was just, it was quiet. Everybody was just locked in, focused, watching Cade throw to, you know, one guy at a time. He faced, you know, Bryce Ball, Cole Roederer, Scott McKeon. I'm not sure if a couple other guys got in there. Uh, but just watching him and seeing that arm and that talent, because we've seen a ton of good pitchers, especially last year. And the, the pitching development in the Cubs farm system right now is just incredible. And then you think about new guys coming in and Cade obviously highlighting it the most, the first round pick from last year. But uh, just there's so much to look forward to. I got to tell you, Max, I know a lot of people were complaining when that pick was made. I didn't hear him complaining yesterday when those videos of that slider was going on. How about you, BK? What stuck out, what stuck out to you as far as what you got to see over the last couple of days? Oh, man. So I, I do want to make a point on Kate Horton because we were watching his live BP with Riley Martin. Riley was actually about to leave the field. And we asked Riley, first of all, you know, have you met Cade yet? And he said, no, I actually haven't met him. So that should tell you just how new still Kate Horton is to the Cubs complex that he still hasn't met some guys. So, I mean, I think people need to be reminded that it is, is going to be his first pro year and he's still getting accumulated to new teammates after, you know, a long college run. So, you know, sometimes things take time, right? So it, with that being said, uh, I, I forgot who was hitting. It might've been, might've been ball regardless. Kate Horton threw him a slider and it, it like made a wave go back behind the field of oohs and ahs. Like, you see that? Like, it, it was lethal. 
and just disgusting. So I think Cubs fans should be really excited about Kate Horton. Anything else that stood out? You know, I'm going to mention a name that really does not get as much love as I think it should be. And that's why I mentioned to Taylor McGregor last night about, you know, you look at the Cubs top 30 prospects list and you're going to find 30 amazing ball players, but you can easily come up with 30 more that should have similar hype. And one of those guys is uh, Luis Verdugo. And uh, is one of our favorites, plays a great third base. And what's scary about him is that, you know, he's still just 21. He's still growing. You know, he's still growing into a body that's probably about six foot two, maybe say 200 pounds by now. Um, he's only going to continue to get bigger. Um, but, um, you know, he, he, he had a mantra last year where he would walk up to us at batting practice. Two doubles. I got two doubles today. Well, we sit down at the double-A game where Lance Rimel and Dan Puente are coaching. First thing, he smacks a double in the left center field. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he just has an ability at the plate to put to barrel baseball. And I think he's going to be an amazing player. I, I like this. It's all. It's also exciting for us to get to see guys that we actually haven't even had yet, because I've never had the the opportunity to see guys before they make it to us. And seeing Kevin Alcantara in person and watching him take BP, yeah. and he was hitting back to back him and Jordan Wogu. Um, and you know there were some balls flying further than I could really even track them. Uh, Wogu cleared the netting beyond the left field wall, but Alcantara just you know imagining what that kid is going to become, especially when he puts some muscle on. I mean, he is a physical freak. He is just a gifted athlete, too. So it's cool to see guys before we actually get them. And obviously, we're hoping and expecting to have Alcantara on opening day, ideally. Well, guys, I appreciate you taking some time to talk to me tonight. I know that every moment in Arizona is is a special moment. So I hope you guys have a good rest of your trip, a safe journey home. And I hope to see you guys in South Bend sooner rather than later. Crawley, thanks, man. We're looking forward to seeing you in South Bend, too. Banner raising coming up a couple weeks into April. We're excited. Let's see those rings one more time. You got it. Woo. Let's go. Go Cubs. <laughs> Thanks, Crawley. Thanks, Crawley.